want to place blame then look to the puppets in What's up, dude? How are you doing, brother man? It's good to see you. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're having me on. Thank you. Um, first long time listener, first time caller. Yes, sir. Long time listener, first time caller. Yonder, how was your weekend? Good. Very unproductive. Didn't do a whole lot of anything. Um, I just made sure I got my like set up ready with the couch and the TV and I was ready for the episode. Like I was already excited for it, but then like knowing that I was going to be talking about it afterwards, I was like, all right, let me lock in. It's game time. <laughs> este, so Kona, you got, you got some snacks. You just saw it like that. No, no, I'm just chill straight. Chill straight right chilling, now. watching the show. Este, hey, that's badass dude. Um, yeah. Me too. Yesterday it was like, 11 11 30 and i was like oh shit the show you yeah. gotta talk about it with joseph tomorrow <laughs> este, so for those of you um tuning in we're gonna be doing a succession season four instant reaction este, so i put here on the docket i put five minute recap archie because okay. i did I did an episode with Carlitos about Star Wars. Mm -hmm, I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> he, only, he only talked for like two minutes. <laughs> two more minutes than he deserved. No, no, I'm kidding. No, no. And, and he hasn't come back since. So I'm going to put a two-minute timer yeah, and then do a little recap. So basically, the show's about um, Logan Roy. He's a media tycoon, kind of like the Murdoch family, which is like Fox News. Season one, he's... He doesn't retire. Kendall Roy, his son, Roman Roy, his other son, and Shabon Shiv, the daughter. They're kind of like the ones um, who are going to take over the, the company. There's another brother named Connor Roy, but he's kind of doing his, his own thing. Mm -hmm. So basically, Logan doesn't retire. Kendall tries to stage a coup. Um, Shiv gets caught cheating, but still marries Tom anyways. And the big thing was Kendall kills someone. So that was season one. Um, do you want to do season two and three? Yeah. So season two, uh, we got Kendall essentially backing out of the coup. Um, Shiv, uh, Logan tells Shiv that she's going to be the new CEO, right? But she yeah. has like a two-year buffer period or whatever. Uh, Tom and Greg get promotions. Uh, they were doing uh, what? Cruise lines, right? And parks? Yeah, cruise lines and parks. And then he got the new ATN stuff, right? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Something like that. And then Roman Jerry. I love that little dynamic, that little, I don't know, uh, sneaky, sneaky link relationship. Sneaky link. The milk. And, <laughs> and then Logan Roy in talks to get Pierce Media. Or they agree to it. They agree to it. And then uh, Cruise Ship Scandal. Uh, Kendall uh, blames Logan, and that's that's the big uh, season two finale. Uh, for me, yeah. one of the greatest 
I may be over hyping it, overselling it, but it's one of the greatest like uh, TV uh, plot twists, I think. Yeah. So a- adding a little more context, um, basically Kendall was going to take the fall for, yes. for the cruise lines. Mm-hmm. And at the end, he kind of like turned. And that was a two minute timer. So, so we gotta jump into uh season three recap. recap. Oh, season three. All right, all right. Uh you do season three. You do season three. We'll do, do one and one. Season three. I was doing season three, and you know what I noticed? What I never saw it. Are you serious? And I, I haven't seen season three. I was like halfway through the bullet points. No, 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 because I was reading. Oh, you were I, reading. I was reading articles. Yeah, yeah. I was reading articles and basically doing like like quick summaries of what I thought were the bullet points of those articles. And you'd seen seasons one and two? I've seen seasons one and two, yeah. Okay, and then you just didn't watch season three? For I thought I did, but <laughs> I was like halfway through the bullet points and I was like, oh, I've never seen this one. Yeah, so basically, uh, so basically, Greg, the cousin, he gets cut out of the will from his uncle, no? Mm-hmm, yeah. They starts working for Roy. Um, the, the, the children want to take over, or no, this other this other guy wants to take over the company the what's the friend's name you remember the friend's name from season one that he was gonna back uh the guy with the beard right yeah the guy with the beard sunny or something something like that yeah anyways and then logan's gonna sell to gojo he's cutting the kids out uh tom and greg they align with logan Shiv and tom's marriage starts to fall apart kendall confesses the murder to his brother and sister um, they get back on track to just um, trying to take over the company. Um, Connor and the sugar baby mama Willa get engaged. And then Connor also declares she's going to run for president. So that's basically the seasons one through three, five minute recap. <laughs> and the big thing from season three is, is Logan Roy just playing the game perfectly and fucking, um, it, it doesn't matter the costs his personal relationship with his kids he'd rather fuck them over in the interest of of winning than uh than to fucking let them have their their peace for once but logan always always wins and so what'd you think of the episode yesterday season four premiere it was great to have it back i love it they start off the show again with the orchestra I, i don't know who's in charge of scoring the the show but they always do such a, go- a good job with it, um, setting the scenes. You kind of get a feel for like tension if there is some or there isn't, and most of the time there is. Um, but no, it was great to to see all our all the characters back. Um, I, my personal favorite is Roman, and he didn't disappoint. Uh, Tom and Greg, I, I love Tom and Greg. Anytime they share the screen together, uh, you just know if it's Tom. Tom uses Greg like as a fucking just what do you call it he just Dude, it's so him. weird like he's being serious but i don't know if he's being serious or not i, I can't if he's joking around i, I can really, never tell you can't really ever tell with them but like what like, like when he was like you know there's cameras right you gotta tell him and then he's like i didn't mean to defile these halls or soil these halls i didn't mean to soil these halls yeah but um what did what did you like about the first the episode being back or succession being back este, I'm just glad I have something to watch now week to week. <laughs> Let me get this straight. 
you didn't watch season three and then you just watched season four. Like, are you going to go back and watch season three? I'm probably going to go back and watch season three. <laughs> probably like an episode of whenever I have a chance. Gotcha. Este, pero nambre, I, I enjoyed it. It's a fun show. Um, they're kind of like, oh, you get a little, a little view inside the rich people life. Yeah. And this guy was like, yeah, I have a, how, how much is it going to cost to stay at 1% in the presidency oh, or the yeah. race, right? The, the candidacy. Yeah. He's like a yeah. hundred million. He's like, but fuck it for 1%. To, to maintain. Like nothing, maintain, maintain. And then Will but, is like, well, you're still going to be rich, right? And he's like, oh no. Yeah. Yeah. I'll still have money. <laughs> mine is the 100 million but i mean yeah. for him it's like nothing, right so it, it, it's kind of cool to see that, that little sneak peek in that lifestyle but yeah it, it was funny the the degenerate brothers or what what is oh the di- disgusting bro the disgusting greg <laughs> is hilarious man the disgusting dude it's a funny tv show it is right. Yeah, when it's hilarious. Thinking, like they paint it as uh, some like dramatic and serious tone, but it's very much like a comedy, in my opinion. Yeah, or has comedic undertones. And I sound like an asshole for saying that, but um, yeah. What are your like? Why do you like Secession? Like, it, it's a good show. It's tough to come by good TV nowadays. But what keeps you coming back for more with Succession? For Succession, I just think. I just think it's a funny show and it's a cool and it's a cool show like like it doesn't try to be something that it's not you know yeah like it'll have funny moments it'll have stupid moments everything's at face value it'll have like 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 serious heavy tones like you know like contemplating suicide (laughs) this guy Kendall like he killed somebody like he doesn't see his his kid or his wife anymore like you know like um some pretty heavy tones man but at the same time it's like um it's just inter- it's just very very entertaining it is very entertaining you're right and something that i like about the show is just how the rats as logan calls them but uh shiv roman and and kendall and connor too they're also uh incompetent dude like even at the beginning of this episode, they're talking about the hundred, right? The new company that they media company. That's the name. <laughs> the hundred. Yeah, the hundred. <laughs> and they're just like fumbling over their words. You can tell that they're not really in it, but it's just true to tone from season one onward. Like these kids, they give themselves like this importance, right? Because for the same reason, like they're entitled, rich, like generational wealth. So they think they're entitled to the world or that they think what they say and do is right. But at every point in turn, like there's a reason Logan didn't name any of them, like the successor. And that's how we do. Do you you think it's just like a test? Like, do you think at the end of the season, he's going to be like, man, the the kids fucked me over and they won. And he'll, he'll be like, good. Mm -hmm. I've, I've, I've prepared them for the real world or something like that. I don't think so. I don't think that's his MO. I, I think Logan likes to win. He just likes to win. He likes to win. He likes to be on top. Like, I think when he goes to the, he leaves his own birthday party, by the way. That's how the show starts or the episode starts, right? Yeah. Oh, fuck me. 
Yeah. Like, uh, what does he say? He does say, ah, oh, fucking Jesus Christ, or something like that. After they sing him happy birthday. They're like, happy birthday. He's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then uh, he fucking, in the middle of it, leaves to go have dinner with. Uh, you could tell he wanted the kids there. You thought you got that? Yeah, I, I got like, like he was missing like the kids. Okay, so here's my question. Was he missing the kids because uh, he's the dad and he loves them? Or was he missing the kids b- because he wanted to rub it in their faces or he just wanted to put them down? Because that's the relationship between him and the kids. Like, It's I, not one of like fatherly love. I, I just think that he's used to them being there all the time. Mm, just like and now... And now this time it's just different because they're really fucking him over for real. Like that, I think that's why at the end of the episode he's like, "Great, you set the highest number. You guys win or whatever." Yeah. Um, but I, I think saying that is just, and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but uh, I no, think no. Him saying that is that he's like genuinely upset that he lost. Okay. Yeah. Me because like I've already convinced myself like he doesn't have any real love for them. Like yeah, no, no, like it's like how you said, it. like he just wants to win, yeah. And then, like, they, they didn't like the, the mom doesn't see them, right? Yeah, no, is like in England or Ireland or something, yeah. I've what is it, season two? And she's like, I, she's like, I should have just had dogs or something, like, yeah. Jesus, she's so <laughs> I wish I didn't have kids <laughs> and like discouraging her from having them herself, dude. Fuck, dude. It's the, hey, yeah, oh, I, have like, a good, I have a question for you. What did you think about? Um, do you think Tom purposely tipped Shiv off to him having dinner with Pierce? Yes. What do you think about that? Do you like, do you think that's guilt? Do you think he's not with Logan anymore? Is he just playing both sides? Is it what he's playing both sides? He's playing both sides. He just wants to make sure he comes out on top. I, I think he's using it kind of like as a, you know, trying to like get back with Shiv like um hey like I kind of gave giving you a little heads up you know you know maybe what like, I like go ahead no just like maybe like you like maybe now she'll owe him or something like that I don't know so, so you think this is like uh something he's gonna use to like further his status within the company you mean yeah like how you said like paying it both ways like gotcha. um if if they do end up winning, like Shiv and Kendall and Roman, he'll be like, "Hey, plus, I'm the one who tipped you off." Remember? Yeah, yeah, you're right. I like that thinking. Cause I was wondering, cause there's several points in the show where we kind of almost feel sorry for Tom, right? Like Shiv admitting on their wedding night that she wants to have an open marriage and all that shit. So you almost want to feel sorry for Tom because it is a little fucked up, but. I feel like I I don't even know if there's any genuine love between Shiv and Tom's marriage. I feel like Shiv is just like her dad and she needs like a kicking dog and it's Tom and Tom is okay with that. So long as he can move up the ladder. I could Uh, be because he does come from, he does come from like a middle-class family. Oh, that's so he doesn't have like he he's not used to like um he's not spoon fed or anything no 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 like like this for him this lifestyle like he 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 can't give it up he doesn't want to give it up i want to give it up 
Uh, I had forgotten that. I didn't remember that. Good shit, RJ. Like, it's like um, Littlefinger, you know, in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Ooh. Like, like he climbed it all the way. Like, he's not going to give up the power. And he's going to play both sides. Yeah. He played, he played both sides. He was with Daenerys and he was with um, Cersei. Yeah. And so they found out and they flipped him over. But, you know, I think, you know, Tom, you know, comes from middle middle class family. You know, now he they promoted. He got married, you know promoted him mm-hmm. you know now he's like now he's making calls personally from like like about buying like putting in bids on behalf yeah. of on behalf of um what was okay, that guy roy okay. yeah it's like dude i'm i'm his right hand man i'm i'm on the phone like should we should we put another bid in yeah and for him to just give it all up like for right. a divorce or something you're totally right. And I love it. I, I think you use the words, uh, you know, on how I feel about Tom. And I think that just adds like another layer to Tom. I'd forgotten that he came from middle class. So yeah, yeah you're right. He, he's right up at the top. He's basically essentially the right hand man. So um, he's not exactly wanting to give that up very quickly. But started, yeah. started from the bottom. Now we're here. Yeah. Ay, wey. Um, what else do we got? Este, ah, bueno, dude, I, I got one, I got one. Go for it, go for it. We, we got a, we got a question. Oh, we got a question, all right. We got a question from longtime listener, Andy. Woof. Andy boy. <clears throat> Excuse me. And Andy asks, um, what do you think about the Greg and Logan exchange about the funny jokes when Roy was like, um, anybody got any funny jokes? And Greg was like, about uh, his kids. Yeah. Where are your kids? Where's all your kids, uncle Logan on your big birthday. Oof, I love that. <laughs> it was great. I, and I'm sure the best part about that is it's something Greg probably wouldn't have said under normal circumstances, but because he is scared of, of Logan and he's telling him to say a joke. He comes up with that. Nah, I said my mom. Where are your fucking children? Nah, and he said it right. He was like, "You want to know the truth? I'm I'm scared here in yeah. front of you, sitting down." Yeah. And this guy was like, "Come on, man, roast me." <laughs> <laughs> and had he confessed that he'd? Uh, yeah, he'd already mom? confessed. Yeah, he'd already confessed it. Because <laughs> <laughs> Roy, Roy told some guy like. I don't know who it was, or he was like, "Yeah, smell Greg's fingers." If you, <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. <gasps> oh my god, dude, he's so nice with the look at Roy. <laughs> what else did he say earlier in the episode? He's like, "Carrie, where's the grub?" Tom is losing his nut over here. What does he say? Because it's when Tom is up. <laughs> uh, what what would happen if he and Shiv were to get a divorce and whatnot? Yeah. <laughs> And then Logan's like, Gary, where's the food? Tom's losing his nut over here. He's up on yet. Fuck, dude. So I, uh, I see you added some little, some little extra notes here. Ah, uh, no, not really. We already went over. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, and then um, I, I, I like um this website, the Ringer website. What a great website. There's this article from Mousery. Uh, he he put a uh, top five quotes from the episode. Okay. Uh, n- number five, after a bunch of underlings sing happy birthday during his party, 
Logan Roy goes, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> On Shiv's impending divorce from Tom. Yes, it's a sad, sad day when love dies from Roman. Love it. Upon finding out that Tom is spending time with Naomi Pierce, um, Shiv is, you don't discuss something, Tom, that's already fucking happening. You don't say like, hey, Shiv, do you mind? Uh, Naomi and I are at the pier and I'm inside her. Would you mind if I ejaculate? <laughs> Uh, number two good ones man when roman is on the phone with carrie uh he goes tell her you'd be able to hear better if she took dad's cock out of her mouth mouth. (laughs) that was amazing and then number one was the the birthday one where are your kids yeah i I thought that was that was a good little article um top five quotes I like the one at, at the beginning when they're talking about the hundred Shiv, Kendall, and Roman. Oh yeah. And uh, Roman's kind of like upset or shocked that they don't want to go through with the hundred because uh, Shiv was all about it when they were. Uh, I guess she came up with the idea. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, "Well, everything else might fall apart. Uh, Kendall might go to a, on a killing spree in a Seven Eleven, and you might get your dick stuck." in an ai jerk machine i love that one just because <laughs> i love that they're in a place again where they can make those kind of jokes by just making a killing joke about kendall i wait and then uh when when they're going over the hundred that's what it's called right the company yeah. hundred and then he's like dude it's it's substack meets new yorker meets uh <laughs> uh what else did he say yeah he had a whole bunch the of the new york times or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this has never done never been done before <laughs> kendall i love yeah. kendall he's always like all about it but then like to no avail like dude kendall so is such a weird character to me he um he's like ready you know like experience like he knows what he's doing but at the same time, he doesn't. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. No. Yeah, there's this sense of... Like, like if he's book smart, he knows what he's talking about. He knows the numbers and everything, but he's not real world smart. Yeah. Like, he doesn't know how things work. Yeah, he doesn't out know how... There. And you know what? That's probably the best way to describe him. Like, the backstabbing, the back channels, the talking yeah. behind other people, making deals. He like can understand... Like what this, like what this lady was doing, like oh, we have an offer of, of what was it, like um, four or five billion, and then all right, I'm gonna go to six, and then eight, mm-hmm. and then oh, ten, and that's you know, that's kind of how it works. And that lady also, she got fucked over because in another season, Rory was gonna buy that company for like twenty two billion. Yeah, I I saw that. Do you remember what fucked it over? I don't remember. Oh, a new CEO? No? Something like that? I don't remember. I don't remember either, but hey, at the very least, she got her, her money, but I just think it's funny that she uh, pitted Logan with his kids and ultimately got more than she probably deserved, but again, so, that's, that's the way that world works. So what do you think is going to, what's going to happen next episode? What do you think, what do you think Roy's going to do right now? He, he just lost out on the bid to his kids i don't know if next episode but i think at some point during the season logan's gonna do something to fuck them out of their uh shares from waco 
and then they're not gonna have the 10 billion and oh i, I guess i think the only way to do that is not selling to gojo so e. but i think he needs to i i don't know either he does sell to gojo and still fuck the kids over or he cancels the gojo deal altogether to fuck the kids over yeah but i'm not entirely sure that, that was my first instinct i was like these kids they got the deal done they overpaid for it 10 billion dollars um but it feels like there's some way somehow gonna it's like a hollow win like when is the other boot gonna fall right mm-hmm. so is it something that they do to sabotage like self-sabotage or is it logan and i gotta say i think it's gonna be logan because going back to your point about not selling at the end of the episode he's watching tv um and he makes a phone call and he's like who's this guy like get someone else good or something yeah yeah like if he's gonna sell the company why would it matter who's on who's on the tv or not yeah if he's gonna sell already so unless he kind of is thinking about bagging out of the deal improving his own you know company or whatever yeah or uh, I, I don't know but and there there might be something to him not selling i don't know but it was just like a quick scene it's back at logan's birthday party and uh tom is about to walk in and he's talking to one of his advisors and i think the advisor's whispering like oh uh, it would be good to see uh, uh the gojo ceo again like it wouldn't hurt to have a meeting with them and then as soon as Tom walks into the door, into the room, he's like, oh, thank you. And then he'd like dismisses him. I think there might be something in the oh. back that we don't know about. Or I might be reading too much into like a really small scene. No, but no, it, no. It, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Because what, what, are, what other moves does he have? I mean, just not acquire. Just uh, not sell. Right? Or... I think he needs to sell, but he wanted to get PGM, the Pierce Global Media Company. Mm-hmm. Just I don't oh, kind of like know. like to keep going, yeah, like with like something to, like to double down, like yeah. I, I saw I sold, but then I also acquired this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sold sold Fox News, but I bought MSNBC. Andale. So if he like just doesn't get it, then that's fine. Yeah. But again, it's not going to be fine because Logan hates to lose. No, yeah. Este, that was a good episode, dude. It was a great episode. I loved it. Like I said, I just loved having all the characters back. And it's a different kind the way they direct the episodes. It feels like immersive. Like the camera is always moving. Like you feel like you're in the crowd or you're watching yeah. them talk. Things like you know that. what? I, I noticed that also you can tell someone's holding the camera because it's kind of like bobbing yeah Yeah, wobbling wobbling wobbling. yeah yeah that's that's a cool little shot este you want to do some nerd news um yeah we can do some nerd news man what are you thinking let me see here oh i saw that jonathan i don't know why my reaction was to laugh but uh, so the guy who's playing kang kang the big bad the big bad for next Marvel Phase Five and Six, basically the next three four years lockdown, like the new the new the, Thanos, the new Thanos for the next four or five years 
has been arrested. <laughs> That's just uh, what was he arrested on again? Was it assault? It was assault, yeah. Yeah, that's uh and then some more reports are coming serious. out. Oh, more coming out? Yeah. God, that is fucking serious, man. What do you do? But uh what would I you mean, do would you keep him on like um like DC did the flash? Well fuck man, that's a that's a slippery slope. I don't know. I mean it depends on what Mar uh, on what Disney wants to do. I mean he's already been featured what twice? Yeah um the loki series and then ant-man uh in quantumania so i mean you're pretty invested in him in him so i maybe they wait and see what else comes of this but i don't know those are some pretty serious allegations man dude um i i don't know how you pivot unless you just recast them and say fuck it i i don't think nothing's gonna happen dude you think he stays on? He's acquitted. Yeah, he'll he'll just go to like sensitivity training or some shit like that. Oh, fuck me. It's the it's too much money, too much investment money, dude. Yeah. They no, they didn't no. even they, they didn't even want to recast the chala. Yeah, and they you know they were just like shit. This, he died, like too bad. All right, oh, but yeah, yeah. they are yeah. they are pretty ruthless. And we had to have a you know. Not, nothing against people who like him, but, you know, we had to have a girl, Black Panther. But I don't know. I think Disney's got to save face. Like, they want to be all, you know, left-leaning, kumbaya, liberal, right? They want to be all-inclusive. Um, I don't know. This doesn't exactly fit their, their MO. And I can't imagine that he stays on, especially if it gets... Um, more serious or more so you think recast i mean i was gonna say you have the benefit of the multiverse but and here's a spoiler warning you've seen quantumania right yeah (laughs) the end credit scene is all of the kangs from the multiverse (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what you do with that you know so i guess my multiverse theory is or you know what maybe you're right maybe nothing happens and they keep them on at, at the end of the day, Disney is about, yeah, they want to put up this facade or like the, they want people to think of them a certain way, but they still got to get their money back and they're about their money. So Dude, at, the end, at the end of the day, they're all about their money. Um, that post credit scene, did you know who those Kangs were? Um, I had to do research, like the Easter eggs afterwards. Yeah. In one of them's what? King Ramatut? Yeah, so that was like the first one. And then um, the Centurion. He was like the first one who fought the Avengers. I mean, Fantastic Four back like in the 60s. Oh, okay, uh, really? Ram- Ramatut, yeah. Ramatut, there you go. Um, so, the fen- so he was this guy who went back in time and conquered all of Egypt. And then Fantastic Four went back in time. They found him. They were able to stop him. Well, isn't and- his name uh, Professor Richards? He's like something of... He's Franklin... Uh- yeah, so so Reed Richards, he's a so Franklin Richards. Uh, is it Franklin Richards? Reed Richards is the OG. He's a dad. He's a dad. And then Franklin yeah. Richards is the son. The son. And then Kang is a descendant of Franklin. Oh, I I remember. So so Nathaniel Richards. Nathaniel. Yes. Nathaniel Richards. 
he's a descendant from Reed Richards and he's a he's Kang yeah basically yeah he's Kang he's a descendant um so that was Ramatut and then the other guy is the Centurion guy Mm -hmm. and the other guy um I don't remember who the other one was but yeah so basically it was all of them together Council of Kangs so I I gotta say whenever I saw the post-credit scene I was I was hype. I was like, damn, Jonathan Majors, Kang, the big bad, I'm in. And I was already in from his performance in uh the Loki series as yeah. man at the end of the time. Or what what's he referred to there? Um He Who Remains. He Who Remains. I don't know what I said. But uh yeah, I was all in. So it's kind of a you know, this is some like this is a setback, but other than that though, I kind of like the direction. Is it he who remains? Yeah, yeah, you're right. He who remains. Okay. Um, going back to a series, like we we're talking about Loki. Did you ever watch uh She Hulk and Miss Marvel? Dude, I see everything with the kids, dude. Everything. It's, it's we see rough, we see everything, but it's it's tough to get through some of that. The only thing I dude, like it's, from it's, Marvel. It's... <laughs> Is they tease the X Men? It's tough, dude. It's really bad. <laughs> They're tough she watches, man. Yeah, yeah. Dude, she even was- even Star Wars, like, dude, I, dude, I was so pumped for Boba Fett, mm-hmm. which is basically like Mandalorian two point five. <laughs> I never. <laughs> you never saw it. Uh-huh. Este, do you like the Mandalorian? No. Yeah, I I like the Mandalorian, and then. When uh, before you start season three, you need to see the last couple episodes of Boba Fett. I need to see Boba Fett. Yeah. Here's my thing. after Mandalorian season two came out, I didn't see the need to do a spinoff for Boba. Yeah. I didn't. So then it kind of like threw me off, or like it didn't make me excited to see season three. But yeah, now so I'll go back and. It's watch not. Boba. It's not that one. That one's tough, also, man. That one's. Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, it's a tough watch. Pero. If you can just skip the first half of the season and just watch the end, like the last three are basically Mandalorian episodes. And then, yeah. Um, anyways, what I'm saying is like Boba Fett, the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Obi-Wan was like, those were tough, was, dude. Those are yeah. tough. And, tough. <laughs> and I don't know why, like I get if Disney wants to give it to us, you know, they, they throw out a lot of content at us and that's that's fine, but like, Putting some effort to it. Bueno, did you see Andor? I haven't seen Andor. No. Yeah, dude, you gotta see Andor. It, is it really? It's is the, it like, dude? It's the best TV show you'll see. Is it like uh in the vein of like Rogue One? Does it feel Rogue One ish? Yeah, it's probably better. Really, dude, it's fucking good. Okay, I'm gonna take your word for. I need to go and watch it. Dude, that. watch, dude. You're you're not gonna want to stop seeing it. Really, dude, it's like. Fuck what, the government. What's... Yeah, dude, it's fucking badass. Okay. What is it's it? fucking badass. Do yeah, we got um Golem comes out, Andy Sorkis. Um you got Skarsgard who comes out. Blonde guy. You'll yeah. you know who you you know who I'm talking about when you see him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Este... Diego Luna, dude, you gotta I'm telling you, dude, it's fucking badass. Fucking okay. badass. You gotta see Andor, dude. No, no, no. We'll finish this up, and that'll be the first thing I do. Este, and and they're like, um, 
the creator is Tony Gilroy. I don't know if, if he made the Born Supremacy movies. So it has like that kind of action. Yeah. That camera sequencing. It's a it's a it's a spy thriller. Yeah. Like if you're what it's like like the like Jason Bourne. I'm in. I gotta watch now. Dude, it's you fucking know, badass. You're, you're selling high. I'm gonna go watch it right now. No, I'll I'll sell high, dude. Trust me. You'll mm-hmm. you'll you'll be like, why why didn't I I see this sooner? The, the, the good thing is that there's 10 more episodes there's a season two coming out so when you finish this one you're gonna be looking forward to the to the second season. to the second season yeah i'm hyped all right that's my homework assignment yeah for next time next that's episode gonna, that's gonna be the next episode it's the episode. i just have the free version of zoom so we got like two minutes left <laughs> Okay. Hey, man. Well, thank you for having me on. I hope I didn't leave like too many um, blank spaces where I didn't say anything or if I like talked over you or... Dude, I, I thought this was one of the better episodes. Yeah. Oh, cool, man. Well, that's because exciting. I'm actually talking about stuff I want to talk about. <laughs> so whenever you talk about, uh, <laughs> I see here that you have, uh, what do you got coming up? Nah, I deleted a lot of things. I, I saw that you had a baseball episode with baseball guy. <laughs> like, I needed to find a baseball guy. I had a hey, uh, fishing, yeah. Formula One, USC, soccer, the award show. Is fishing Dre, Andy? Um, actually, no. It's a special guest that really? I don't want to say because if, if he confirms, it'll be a, a good one. Okay, cool. I'm excited. It's I'm the, so I don't want to say that one yet. Um, yeah. Oh. Uh, I'll leave a little tease as the because we got less than a minute left. You want to uh, take us out? Let a thousand sunflowers bloom, Archie. <laughs> so weak. I'm glad. I'm, I have nothing left for you, dude. Wait, My, where's that from? Where's that quote from? It's that what uh, Kendall says to Rome. Oh, he's like, oh, Romy. <laughs> Let a thousand sunflowers bloom, Romy. I want to start a business with you, brother. That's what Dude, let it bloom, let it bloom. Bloom. <laughs> well, I hope you have me on again, Archie. This was a lot of fun. See, thank you for stopping by Radio Calia. No le cambies de canal. Thanks, dude. Later.